when it comes to healthcare here in Nashville, it's extremely collaborative. Um, I don't think people have an appreciation for that. I, I, I think other, you know, we, we could be a model for other communities from that perspective. Um, there's just a lot of good things going on here. Again, a lot of sharing of knowledge, experiences, you know, I, I think it just kind of, it's kind of funny. It's like somebody planted the seed here and just put a little water on it. It's just flourished. This is the Job Stories Podcast, how people find work that matters. Well, Wayne, thanks for jumping on today. If you don't mind, just sure. to get us started, just introduce yourself and tell us about the current job that you have now. Yeah, Matt, thanks so much. Uh, so my name is Wayne Parma, Managing Director here at BMG Health. Um, we're a fairly like a mid-sized boutique firm uh, based in Dallas, but we have various locations throughout the United States. We're in Dallas, Nashville, Chicago, Denver, New York, and Minneapolis. I, I basically lead the healthcare transaction advisory practice. That's that's kind of what I do. We have a team of about 14 people that report up through to me. And what we do is we do buy-side, sell-side diligence So in the healthcare space. So if anybody out there, private equity, investment bankers, if there's a need for any, you know, buying and selling of any type of healthcare company, they, tip, they typically give me a call and I'm the one that goes in and kind of kicks the tires, making sure that the financial statements are properly stated. There's a real focus on what they call a quality of earnings. That's just trying to get to the true run rate of the company. That's, that's, that's my specialty basically. Mm. That's cool. Um, so if you don't mind too, like how to, how to kind of start for you, like where, where are you from college? Well, how did it kind of all get Yeah, for real, real quick. So I, I grew up in Denver, Colorado. Um, you know, I, I, I you know, I, I uh, went to under my undergraduate actually went to uh, Western state college, which is actually up in Gunnison, Colorado. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with Gunnison, but it's like mm. one of the touted as being the coldest spot in the nation. Oh, wow. You know, there'd be times they get 40 below. Um, I really, I'm a real outdoorsy type person, love to run, love to swim, just love to bike. So that's partly the reason why I went to school up there. Also, they had a great accounting program. They, they probably had the highest, um, percentage of folks. It's a small school. So maybe the stats are a little bit skewed in in that sense, but Mm. they, they were putting out more CPAs within the state of Colorado than any, any other institution was. And, you know, I really enjoyed it. I spent four years up there. Um, yeah, real outdoorsy place. My, my room, I think my freshman roommate, actually, it's kind of funny. It's kind of touted as being a, a ski school in some respects. I, my roommate at the time, um, Mike, he, he, he would ski literally, I think he took Tuesday, Thursday classes and would be skiing Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Oh, wow. I really never saw the guy. So <laughs> but uh, but there were several folks that I, you know, a lot of friends, that's, that's kind of what they enjoy doing and stuff. Um, you know, they, they base up at Crested Butte would be, it'd be about 60, 60 inches and stuff like that. It was a great place to, to mm. go to school though. That's awesome. Um, so tell us about kind of what was your first right out of college? Where'd you land? My first job or? <laughs> yeah, well, e- either, you know, kind of. I guess my first job was actually, it's kind of funny you say that. I think it was, um, my wife and I are, are high school sweethearts and she was, cool. I think she was a, she was a junior kind of when I graduated, I guess so I went down to, and I actually entered, enrolled eventually into the University of Arizona master's in, in public administration. But when I moved down there, um, 
to be with her. I think my, my first job was actually selling computer ribbons. Man, that job sucked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like door to day. I, I don't know if you remember when they did the first printers, um, they had those cartridges and stuff like those HP cartridges yep. and stuff like that. But I, I was literally going, I'd go into various office parks and I was selling door to door these, the refilling of these, these cartridges and stuff such as that. Uh, wow. It, it was a job. I mean, it was, it was one of the first job out of school and stuff like that. It's kind of one of those things where when you do, when you have a job like that and you're not that crazy about it, you kind of tell yourself like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to, I got to put my best foot forward and kind of figure out where I'm going to go. And stuff yeah. like that. I graduated with uh, an accounting degree was still contemplating, like, do I really want to go back and get my CPA kind of move in that direction. And then eventually I entered in a, in, I eventually ended up going to school at the university of Arizona, um, for public administration. And then eventually I got my CPA after that. So again, I, I think it's those lessons learned and working with certain people, certain caliber of people at that point in time, it was like, yeah, I, I, I really, this is not for me. I, I, I think there's better things for me to do. Yeah. It's almost like there's a lot of value, right. And kind of figuring out what you don't want to do. Like exactly. Kind of, yeah, I would yeah, yeah. say that that is so true. It's like, this yeah. is not, this is not the ideal job. For me. I may not know exactly what I want to do, but I definitely but know what, what I don't. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, cool. And then, you know, it's funny you say that like these, these little nuggets that you're coming up with. I, I think there, there's a lot to be said about mm-hmm. what you don't want to do. I mean, it's a good starting point saying, you know, as you're creating your list on trying to figure out where you want to go. And I will say a lot of times you run across people in life a lot of times where, you know, there's kind of floating through life, I guess. And, and I, mm-hmm. I will say a lot of times, I think it's better to have a plan at least because it's, it's easier to go from point A to point B if you, mm-hmm. you know where you're going rather than kind of floating around. So sure. And it is kind of, it is kind of nice to hear too, though. Um, kind of, kind of your story that you weren't a hundred percent sure necessarily in college, like that plan wasn't laid out yet, but it kind of unfolded eventually after you started yeah. working. Like, that's kind of nice too. Cause that's f- kind of how Matthew and I have felt. Um, like I, we, we, I mean, we have friends that, that they knew what they, I have a buddy that knew exactly what he wanted to do Crazy. since high school yeah. and he just went for it. And that was not me. So <laughs> well, it's funny how doors open to it. You know, it's funny. Yeah. I, I, going back to like what you're saying here is I've met a lot of folks. There's a lot of, especially women in general and, and, and guys, I guess, but women, a lot of times I want to be a teacher. I want to be a nurse mm. such, such as that. I know, I know people who want to be doctors, you know, at the, at the age of five, it's just crazy. And it's mm-hmm. amazing that they've, they've, they've gone in that direction and, and whether or not their parents, you know, it's the other thing I find a lot of times is people kind of fall in, in line with what their parents did. I, I can't tell you how many times, like I, that's one of my questions actually when I interview folks, I'm like, hey, you, so you're a CPA. So tell me a little bit about your background. And I would say 70, 80% of the time I find out that somebody in their family was a CPA also. Wow. And maybe that's just the easiest way. That's the easiest path, I guess, for some of these folks. But yeah. uh, I'm always kind of curious to know the ones that their parents weren't in the field. The story behind that's always very interesting to be honest with you. Sure. Do you have Wayne, do, did you, so when you think back on um, when you made the jump from computer printer sales to going back and getting your CPA, did you have like a mentor in your life that you saw and were like, I want my life to be like that? Or um, yeah. how, how did you stumble well, into it's it? Kind of, yeah, it's kind of funny. My, my uncle was a CPA and I guess I, okay. I kind of aspired, you know, he, he had a pretty good life and stuff like that. He was a controller. He had his own CPA firm, but he was a controller for a very large construction company up in Colorado. And just kind of, you know, his lifestyle was, he was like a jet setter, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. My dad and stuff like that, he, he was a mechanic, a welder and stuff such as that. Um, 
I mean, I, I love my dad and to death. And I was kind of raised by my grandparents and stuff like that. But uh, it, it's just interesting. I mean, it, you know, you you just it, just kind of the lifestyle that, that my uncle led. I think that was kind of more just attractive to me, you know. And and, and it, to be honest, with you, I was very good with numbers. I was always excelled in math, so I, I, I can't. I was kind of more kind of inclined to go down that path just because I could flip numbers around. I really was very good in math. Um, get, kind of aspired to be more in the business type type setting and stuff such as that. that that's what probably drew me more to, to that path. It might be just who I'm connected with, just um, by happenstance or maybe not by happenstance, but it seems like all the people, most of the people that I'm connected with had somebody in their life that was like their North Star or their person that I would like, say, I, I, would... I want to be like that. And exactly. so that's interesting that you said that you kind of looked at your uncle and said, I want to mm. live that life. Yeah. No, I, I think you, you, you hit the nail right on the head. I mean, it was just, you, you know, I mean, he, he just seemed like he was uh, just successful, I guess. I guess it's I, success comes in many different ways, especially as you get older. You know, I, I've met some people that, you know, they're normal people, but I, I find that their, their, their lifestyle and what, 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 what they wanted out of their life, I would say, you know, they, they've actually succeeded from that perspective. I mean, six, like I said, success is just a very, um, it's really in the eye of the beholder, I guess, from that perspective. And again, I, I thought my uncle was successful, but it's kind of funny. I mean, he, he had his, his trials and tribulations and stuff like that. He, uh, one point in time, like I was telling you about the construction outfit, they, they had major lawsuit that came their way and almost went defunct, but then they kind of bailed itself out. So, you know, not, <laughs> Even though I would say he was successful, there there's mm. some heartache that kind of comes with anybody's journey, I guess. Right. Yeah, we actually talk a lot about that, just the ups and downs. On this podcast, we have, we kind of like diving into that emotional stuff, just dealing with the ups and downs, especially with the business. I mean, have you have you had any of those at, at like kind of VMG and uh, handling just kind of ups and downs emotionally? I mean, do you have any um, thoughts or advice on how to handle that kind of stuff as you're a managing director? You know, adversity... Um, not, I, again, I'm just recently, I've just recently been brought on at BMG, but I, I spent 14 years at, at Ernst & Young in their practice. Um, you know, the adversity kind of comes in many different flavors. Um, you know, you lose some good friends that you work with because they, they're, they're pursuing after something else. You want to see them successful and stuff such as that. At times you have to pick up the pieces where, where sometimes that falls apart. Um, I don't know if I've faced too much adversity. I mean, I, again... There's a couple, there's one book I read all the time. It's, it's play to win. I think that's, a, I read that probably every year and they, they always talk about having 89 problems. And I, I have my wife and I kind of kid each other all the time. It's, you know, every day you wake up, it's your, you, everyone, like anybody, we all have 89 problems. We're always trying to solve those problems. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I, I will say throughout life, you, 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 you're faced with adversity. Uh, I think unfortunately my wife one time, about 10 years ago was diagnosed with cancer and we went with through a pretty hard time. Mm. We were taking care of her mom and the stress on that situation. Her mom actually had cancer and dementia. Mm. The next thing I know, um, you know, her mom had passed away it was very unfortunate. And then right after that, you know, that we, we were, we were working through those issues for like eight months. And then when her mom passed away, like three months after the fact, my, my wife was diagnosed with cancer. So there's a lot to be said about just stress, you know, yes. it comes with, you know, adversity that one must face. I mean, you gotta, you gotta take care of yourself. That's gotta be priority number one. And I was talking to somebody cause I, when you and I first met over the phone, we, I remember you telling the story about your wife and mine as well, went through a similar thing, but it's so interesting looking back on it. I was talking to a buddy about this yesterday, but like, 
I, I am in a weird way thankful for those kind of moments and those real hard times because I think you do learn some things about yourself that you may not have learned otherwise, right? Um, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, coming withering the storm like that. I mean, you look back and you're just very grateful. You're grateful for your health. I mean, that that's mm. always, I think, you, you really look back. That's like priority number one, making sure you're healthy, make sure, you know, your, your mind's in the right mm. setting a lot of times. Um always kind of moving in the right direction. You got to kind of every once in a while do a check on that. <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. I remember Wayne, there was a time in my career where I was very um, focused on me. Um, mm-hmm. How how can I get the next certification to get the next pay increase or to get the next promotion? But it's interesting. The last few years I've, I've kind of turned and been like, okay, how can I impart my little knowledge that I have into others and watch them succeed. But you said something earlier about um, employees or friends or colleagues leaving. And so how do you, how do you balance um, like imparting your knowledge into other people and seeing them grow, but then you, you don't want them to leave you, but you kind of do because that's kind of a win for yourself. So how do you look at all that? You know, it's funny you say that because I think maybe it's the stage of life that I'm at right now. Um, with the younger folks out there, it, 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 you, you brought up an interesting point. I mean, it, I think when you're younger, you might be a little bit more selfish. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know. It's going to kind of come full circle, I guess. Mm-hmm. But what I find interesting is the younger folks, I, I, what I, one thing I really enjoy working with younger folks or younger team members is they're, they're aspiring to be something. Mm. You know, when you're younger, you're always like, hey, I want to be a CPA or, hey, this is, you know, I want to, I want to go here or travel there. There's just always something. There's always something to look for. They, it seems like they have more goals, you know, and, and mm-hmm. what, I, what I find very unfortunate and, and some, sometimes what, what, what I've been, um, what I've struggled with as I got, as I've gotten older in life is as I get up there in age and I find a lot of people that I'm, that are in my circles, they don't aspire they, they, they lack that aspiration to, to be something, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. What I find is they're in protective mode. They've gone from this situation where they've aspired to be something. Now they're just trying to protect something. They, they're, they're protecting like maybe their livelihood, maybe, you know, the financially where they sit. And it's just all about like, I got to, you know, they're, they're, it's, it's a, I don't know if they're just scared or what the situation is. Um, it's it's kind of sad to me to some extent because they're they're just... Not saying that there it's it's just a it's just a different mindset i'm not sure where that mindset just switches where you and, and again maybe it's the fact that unfortunately it, as as you have aspired something you you know you kind of go through the journey of life where you um probably get married have children all that kind of good stuff and then i think that's where that protective mode sits in it's like i've, I've accumulated some wealth mm. i want i want comfort for my family i want to protect that situation but it's it's kind of sad to be honest with yeah. you because when you when you have conversations with them it's just like that's all, that's all they talk about it's like no I mean I, and when you talk to younger folks it's like hey this is where I want to go this is what I want to be you know and you're you're kind of struggling through life and you're you know trying to make ends meet you know hey I, I can barely pay rent do all this stuff mm-hmm. but there's this like hey they wake up in the morning and they're just like they're happy about life they're they're like hey you know I'm I'm moving in this direction I have goals I want to accomplish these things mm-hmm. and like I said when I get later on in life it just seems like folks I kind of run across, it's just more of just kind of like, Hey, 
there's no that that aspiration's gone away. Do you think that's why you took the position at VMG? Have you ever thought about like why you actually took that position? Why didn't you stay at Ernst Young? Well, I think that's part of the, the problem. I, the, part of the issue is some of the folks I was working with, again, they were just in a comfort zone. And, and again, they, it just didn't seem like they wanted to grow the business much. I, one thing I, I really enjoy about BMG is, again, I think a lot of the, the folks I have, same mindset. We want to grow something. We want to we uh, assist. I, I think the other thing, too, is like I, I, I met this also. I mean, I, I, I'm picking on some folks at a certain age category, but there's others that I think going back from your back, back to what you said about the selfishness aspect, I think people become a little bit more giving too later on in life. Absolutely. They're willing to yeah. share their knowledge. They're willing to, you know, kind of try to help other folks out. I, I'm, it's kind of funny. The, the younger folks aren't appreciative of other folks wanting to kind of see them succeed hmm. and moving them in the right direction. Um, it's kind of interesting. I, I kind of, you know, the, the older folks are scared on one, one side of the fence and then the younger ones are, you know, scared to ask for assistance, ask for help, all that kind of good stuff. There's a lot of good mentors out there, a lot of good advice to be had. Um, I think you just got to raise your hand to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask too, cause we're, um, we're, we're big into Nashville healthcare. That's kind of what we kind of consider our niches. Same with y'all, obviously. Sure. Uh, why Nashville for BMG? I mean, is it, it's fairly new to Nashville. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily. Okay. You know, it's a couple of the, the, the MDs here. I think, um, I think they've always been here to be honest with you. I mean, gotcha. the, the company started actually through a relationship with HCA. Gotcha. Um, and I think it, it just grown like HCA is a very successful company here in town. And I don't know if you know this, there's a thing called the, I don't know if you've ever seen the tree of life, but the HCA is really literally spawned off like a hundred, basically a thousand different companies. And I think BMG is, is kind of, I wouldn't say they're part of the tree of life, but I think they're, they're one of the organizations that's kind of spawned and grown and, and been successful just due to the relationships and all the connections through HCA. Well, that's where I was kind of leading at. I mean, I, we feel like the Nashville community is just so warm and collaborative and in healthcare, um, sometimes that can be a little tougher, yeah. but have you seen that the collaboration, um, just specifically in Nashville? There's a, you know, when it comes to healthcare here in Nashville, it's extremely collaborative. Um, I don't think people have an appreciation for that. I, I, I think other, you know, we, we could be a model for other communities from that perspective. Um, there's just a lot of good things going on here. Again, a lot of sharing of knowledge, experiences, you know, I, I think it just kind of, it's kind of funny. It's like somebody planted the seed here and just put a little water on it. It's just flourished Yeah, uh, from that perspective. Um, a lot of businesses, a lot of private equity is actually making, you know, making a home here. They're making their home here in, in Nashville. Um, there's just, there's a lot going on. It's, it's quite the incubator for healthcare. Just a lot of, a lot of think tanks here. It's, it's good stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I wanted to kind of start kind of leading us in towards the end of this conversation, but wanted sure. to kind of make some more about you. Um, what's kind of next for you? What's what's some goals? That could be personally and professionally, but we always kind of like to ask that. What are some things that you're hopeful for kind of moving forward? Just, um, Maybe I'm, skiing I'm really more. To, no, I, I think VMG has, has been a great place to land since I've been here and stuff. I think um, just growing the practice here, I've got a couple other service lines that uh, I'm trying to get get our uh, executives to hopefully consider. I mean, I would hope we'd like to go down the recruiting slash interim management um, path. Uh, also maybe doing some specialty capitation type of arrangements and stuff such as that. I think this company is very entrepreneurial in nature. I think there's just a lot of opportunity. A lot of my colleagues here, I, I love working with them. Um, 
you know, just we're always sharing ideas, always uh, figuring out, you know, great ways to, to grow the company and, and, and actually help just clients. I mean, I, I think the thing that I, I really, I think I pride BMG on is a lot of times people come to us and, and again, I don't, I don't, we're consultants, but I really see us as problem solvers. Uh, people come here with, you know, they've got problems and we're, we're trying to help them solve their, their problems from that perspective. I mean, that's, I think that's one thing that we all aspire to do is just to help our clients as best we can. Yeah. You said earlier you were into running. And so I've got a hundred mile race coming up. Good Lord. Do you really? Yes. Oh, that's end, fantastic. End of April. So what okay. advice, what advice do you have? <laughs> <Don't> do <it. laughs> I'm not sure. I've done a, I've, I've done a couple, uh, Ironmans and stuff like that. I've never run out nice. of miles. So, um, been a big runner, big swimmer, big triathlete and stuff, big biker. Uh, you probably will do much. Which, which race are you running? Uh, it's up in Maryland. It's called the CNO okay. canal hundred. I think is the name of it, but it's really flat. It's just running along a canal that they made. Sure. You know, just, you know, make sure you have a good dinner and, you know, a couple just load up on the carbs. I know people are against carbs, but load up on the carbs the, the week before, have a good steak dinner night before, get a lot of sleep. Um, I, you know, one thing I, I used to do is just, you know, once you put that so many miles and change your socks, your shoes um, throughout, I think that it, it's always is very refreshing. I always try to put my water, my feet in cold water, just try to inflammation to get, get things down. Mm. Um, you know, eating throughout the process too, uh, you know, make sure the potassium, I, I do a lot of like, uh, on these long distance runs, like you're running some trail mix, uh, bananas, you make sure you have the, the right, I, I thought the trail mix with the salt actually goes well. I just recently, um, when was it? I kind of ran, what was it? Ran, walk the, uh, the, you know, we were going to do rim to rim to rim down in the Grand Canyon, but we only did rim to rim. Um, unfortunately, my friend didn't do so well, but, um, you know, as we were doing that, I think that's, that's probably, I think, how, what's the distance on that? It's probably, I think it's like 23 miles one way, but I'll tell you what, going down, I didn't have an appreciation for that. That that's quite the pounding on the old, the old legs. Mm -hmm. You're going down in the Canyon. Uh, what I, what I but, didn't uh, hear you say, you gave some great advice. The socks is, I'm going to take that. But what you didn't say is I'm going to come run with you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I could have. Yeah, I could, I could do that. <laughs> I was going to ask yeah, you if I'd you were a triathlete. I was going to ask you if you were a triathlete. I actually started doing, um, I, it was a new year's resolution in 2020, but I started doing triathlons as well. Did you? I, I haven't done an Ironman yet, but I've done more okay. like Olympic and um, sprints, but yeah. Where are you swimming at? Um, so I'm going to start at the Nashville, I guess the Nashville Aquatic Center. Is that right? A friend just invited, invited me over there. Uh, but other Which than one that, is that, is that, is that off of, uh, um, highway 100 or is that, I'll, or is that the, the one that's next to the, uh, the Parthenon? I'll have to look. Is that Mac? Okay. I, I think it is. Yeah. I'll have to look cause my friend just invited me. It's a, it's a friend of mine that she's, she's been a triathlete for a while. So she kind of got me hooked, but outside of that, I've done the YMCA as well. So, yeah, I, I would plug there's, I, I think it's called the sports center for what it's worth. There is a coach there. Ashley is her, she's a big triathlete, big coach here in town. I think everyone knows her. Uh, she is amazing actually. I mean, if you, if you're going to do triathletes, I'm going to, I'm going to make a plug for her. She's with, cool. uh, Mac is the actual swim team that they coach there. It's out of the, um, the sports flex, but those guys are amazing. Cool. She, she, she's amazing. Actually. She, she did. I mean, 
she was a tie. She's a gold. I think she's a gold medal winner. I think she was in the part of the, wow. I think it was the 400 relay or something such as that. And I think uh, she's done some amazing events. I think she swam throughout the Bay of Tampa Bay. And I mean, she's every, every race she ever gets herself into, she seems to always win it. Wow. She's, 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 she's extraordinary. Yeah. That's awesome. I'll check it out. Um, yeah. Wayne, as we're closing, uh, we sure. always like to ask to how can folks that hear this find you? Is there anywhere on LinkedIn, email, Twitter? It doesn't matter. Is there a way for people to find you if you'd like for them to? Yeah. I mean, feel free to, to email if you ever want to catch up or talk or if there's ways I can help. Uh, I'm actually on LinkedIn. It's it's Wayne Pryor, W-A-Y-N-E-P-R-Y-O-R. But uh, I'm always available. You know, if, if there's anything I can do to help, you know, if you need financial diligence, uh, services I'm, I'm here for you that's awesome thanks wayne we really appreciate appreciate your time and thanks for coming on this has been really really cool guys i appreciate it thanks Absolutely. so much thanks wayne. have a great day yeah thanks. awesome let's take go. care yeah. sure bye